All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their business. I'm super excited because I've got an absolute rock star this week. This person, his specialty, the, the one sentence gives it away. This person helps gym owners and fitness professionals grow their business, have more profits, and the freedom they desire. So everyone listening to this, chances are you're a gym owner or a fitness pro. So he's the man that can hear you. He's the head of Gym Boss Marketing Pro. So let me introduce the one and only Mr. Jimmy Halley. Jimmy, how are you? I'm good, mate. How are you doing? I'm awesome. Jimmy, thanks very much for your time, first of all. I like to start all these podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? Uh, yeah, like uh, a quote or mantra, one that's, uh, that fires me up. It's kind of more like on the it's not the op- it's the opposite of like something that fires you up. It's something that sort of oh yeah, I suppose it would be. It's uh, it's from Jocko Willink. It's one. It just straight up just says good. He's like you've got I don't know you you didn't close that sale. Good. Your marketing campaign tanked. Good. The reps in the gym are tough, and you and the weight's getting heavy. Good. It gives you time to then become better. Like, I love that because I hate being bad at shit. So when something is bad, and sorry, I swore just then. I just probably shouldn't be. I don't know if I'm swearing or not. No, but, you're good. Go um, for it. But uh, I really hate being bad at stuff. So when something does like that and you can get sort of like the rage sort of building up a little bit internally, I'm sure everyone's been there, but then you get that just that, that one word is like good. means you're at the point where you need to be because that's where you're going to grow. That's where you're going to develop. Yes, love that. I think I I think I've seen that on a YouTube clip or something. Has he got that on a YouTube? Yeah, it's clip? from that, like it's from like a military dude, Jocko Willink. He's got his own podcast and whatever. So uh, he, he's it's pretty cool. I like that uh, he, that sort of mentality. Yes, so I think I've got his book actually. He's got a book, um, Ultimate Accountability or something like that. Have you read that? Extreme Ownership. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, killer book. It's that one, and he's also got the uh, uh, the dichotomy of leadership, which is a, his follow up to that, which is amazing. Oh yes, I'll have to look into that that second one. Hey, um, Jimmy, I gave you a really brief introduction there, but if my listeners don't know who you are, I'd love for you to to let us know a little bit. Take a few minutes and start where you want to start, and let us know who is Jimmy Haley. How did he start in the fitness industry? What does he do now? Yeah, well, I'll give you sort of like. The, the bullet point version, if I can, is uh, it all started out, uh, you know, the whole entrepreneurial spirit was sort of discovered by accident because simply because I was just trying to get some more money to drink beer when I was traveling overseas. Like, that's how it started out. I was literally like, you know what? I'm in the UK. I've burnt through my savings in about, I had about 10 grand. And I think with the conversion rate, I, it got to, you know, I burnt through it in like three weeks. So I was like, shit, I need a job and I need a job quick. And, uh, looking through all, or, you know, I didn't want to do a normal nine to five or whatever. I was like, I'll take whatever. And then this job said, no experience required. You know, those, you've seen those ones, whatever. And I ended up going to the interview. It's a big group interview thing and it's a sales job. I was like, oh, here we go. And, uh, and that was for a paintball company. Long story short, 
ended up having the first three months being the most horrendous three months of my life because I sucked at it so bad, but then ended up getting pretty good. And so I ended up uh, being, uh, uh, being like, you know, a, a partner in the company, training up new recruits, being a bit of an area manager up in the north of the UK and came back and did it for a bit over here in Australia. And I was like, no. Nah. So that's where I cut my teeth in the whole sales game. So I was in that before I even did, uh, did personal training. Then I wanted to drop that and get quote unquote a normal job and did that for a little while and that sucked. So I, uh, so as you know, that meme where you see people and they like throwing the thing up in the air and they're like, fuck this shit. That was me one day. I really felt like I was just walking out of work one day. I was like that. And so, uh, did my personal training certificates, did it full time, but I quit like a full time managerial job at in hospitality and, uh, went and just did part-time at nighttime washing dishes while studying. And that was, uh, we were, that was the brokest I've ever been in my life, which was uh, good and bad. It was kind of like one of those where I was waiting for the staff meals <laughs> at nighttime because <laughs> I couldn't afford to pay. We were going to college and everything else. So um, then did that and then got my certificates. And then what I decided was like, I stupidly, like I always do, I always wanted to do it the hard way. <laughs> So, because I know if I can do it the hard way, I can do it the easy way. So, I didn't want to go into a, into a studio because I know a lot of your listeners are like boot camp owners running their own things. So, I was like, that's what I want to be. I want to be like that, but I want to, so I'm obviously got to, I may as well start like that because uh, most people try and start the easy way. I don't know, there may be something wrong with my head to try to do it like that. But, maybe? Uh, Did you say maybe? Something wrong? Or? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Always trying to do it the hard way. Um, and then, yeah, so got the found out like shit i've got these certificates but uh you can be the best trainer in the world if no one knows about you you're broke <laughs> you're literally broke so i did what i what i knew and i went back to my old sales skills just knocking on doors so we we're knocking on doors going into businesses like literally old school hustle and rounded up my first like say 10 or 15 clients like that and then uh stumbled upon this little thing called facebook ads <laughs> And I did a course with that and it didn't change my life to begin with. So just to preface this, I own a marketing agency for gym owners and fit pros, but back then I sucked. I sucked at it. So everyone thinks, oh, this is what, what I'm trying to I think the overarching thing that I could say here about everything that I've done is I always was really bad at it at the start. No one was ever great at it. Like you should have seen my first like three months of sales pitches, <laughs> horrendous, like cringeworthy. My first couple of Facebook ads I was still very uh, I had some clients but I didn't have a heap of cash like I wasn't like I wasn't cream you know you know dollar dollar bills y'all you know making it rain or anything but I uh, I um ended up running a few campaigns and they just bombed no leads go again no leads go again no leads then I was literally down to my last hundred bucks in the bank and uh, I said to my it was my girlfriend, now my wife. Uh, she, I was like, I'm going to do it again. She's like, why? Why Why do that? Like, you just give me the hundred bucks and I'll light it on fire. That'll be more fun. And I was like, okay, uh, no, I feel like I've got to do it. And that was that sixth or seventh iteration that I did was the one that hit. Ended up getting uh, 28 signups for a program and that was like five grand in upfront cash in the space of like, 12 days or something, which was crazy. I've never made that money before in my life. And then it's the rest, as they say, is history from there. Awesome. So, which was really cool. Ended up uh, just to really round it, round it out from there. Um, 
ended up running my own men's only semi-private personal training business because I was running running out of a small space. I was like, okay, I need to do this. So it was all like high ticket stuff. So that's all I ever sold for like seven years. Ended up having three separate locations with a couple of trainers, about five or so guys working for us. And uh, it was all just high ticket. And so that's kind of one of the things that I specialize in is like, obviously I do with the lead gen for gyms and stuff now. I've I've uh, retired the PT business because I'm doing this full time. But uh, a lot of people are interested, like, how do I do high ticket? How do I sell it? How do I promote it? How do I run it? All that stuff. Plus also, you know, we service everyone else that wants to do their normal boot camp and group fitness stuff too. So we do both. Wow. Love that. Well, here I was uh, just thinking we were on about Facebook, but this would go on another angle as well with the, the high ticket. Just out of curiosity there, uh, Jimmy, what, what would you consider high ticket in the fitness industry? Uh, I'd probably say anything that's like over a thousand bucks. Okay. Four figures or more. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Cool. Well, yeah. Hey, Jimmy, I'd love to speak Facebook today. And if we can, we can go on to the, the high ticket stuff as well. Let's, um, let's start with Facebook and, and see how we go. You obviously deal with a lot of people, different people. You obviously see a, little, a lot of different ads out there. What would you say would be the first thing, Jimmy? If there's a personal trainer that's watching or listening to this and they're like, you know what? I've got to start on this Facebook ad sort of stuff. What would be the number one tip you would give them to start with? Uh, is stop what you're doing and have a think first about what's the objective. Mm. So people always go, I'm just going to run some ads, get some clients and go. Mm. But you got to look long-term, where do you ultimately want to be? And then reverse engineer that back. And that's going to tell you, and this is like a process that, you know, uh, me and a few few friends have coined the term just the client journey. I don't think we, we made it up, but like, <laughs> you know, we got us from somewhere. But the client journey. So we need to look at, okay, how, where do you want them to be? You want them to be ultimately, everyone wants their client to be six, 12-month membership, right? Especially in boot camp and group fitness stuff. But everyone's like, oh, what if I just advertise a free thing and, and you know, try and do stuff from there? Like, there's no real thought out strategy of the plan. So that's what the first thing I'd say is like, let's reverse engineer it and let's have a look. Okay, for example, that's just for this example, we'll use a 14-day program that we're going to advertise, right? introductory offer uh, and it's not high ticket. It's just like what they call a low barrier to entry offer. So there's couple, there's so many different ways you can market yourself and, and get people into your world. So the 14 days is purely to get them indoctrinated with the way that you do things. And so you literally got to look at it. Okay. Step one, Facebook ad. Step two, they apply. Step three, you get a phone call. Step four, you get a text message. And you literally have to go through every single step, every single touch point of the journey that you want the client to go through. Then that's going to help you dictate what you're going to do when you advertise. So you need to do have that all figured out and have like a good um, sales process. So you need to be able to understand, okay, you've got a lead. Like I've worked with plenty of clients in the past where you get them like 50, 100 leads <laughs> and they don't make any sales because their sales process is broken. Yes, love that. Let's, uh, let's expand on that a little bit. So let's, let's, let's even start with that low barrier entry offer. Would that be like a free offer, would you say, or a few dollars? What, what would you say there, Jimmy? Um, so there's a bit of a caveat when it comes to low low uh, barrier to entry offers and the number one i think i would say with low barrier to entry offers is you have to have a truckload of cash to be able to back up the cash flow with that because if you're spending money to acquire people to get people into your gym but you're not making back your investment on the front end 
then your cash flow negative. So you have to look at it from a finance perspective. So if you're losing money to get people into your gym initially, you're going to go backwards pretty quick, especially if you try to scale up your ad spend and get a truckload of people in. So you need to look at it like, okay, do I, can I float the business for the next however many weeks or months that we're going to run this campaign? And that's number one. So most people think, oh, just starting out, they're like, I'll do the free thing. We actually flip it on the head. And so usually I would say to somebody, let's start with a higher ticket offer. You know, let's start with something that's higher price point because you don't have to sell as many, but you make more money. Yes. So and it's just as easy and it's just as easy to sell something high ticket as it is for something low barrier to entry. Yes. FYI. So is that so just to make sure yeah. I've got my head around that then, Jimmy, are you saying let's just let's use a boot camp as an example. Let's keep it simple. Let's say there's a boot camp mm. and it's fifty bucks a week. So let's say for and it's a six month program. It's a you know, you sign up for six months, so that's about a thousand dollars. So you're saying you'd advertise that off the start? where it's like, hey, you know, the goal is to get someone in the, the six-month boot camp. Is that what you're saying there with the start with the high so, ticket? Yeah, sorry. So let's go like this. So let's go back to the 14-day thing. If you are at 50 bucks a week, which is a decent price point, um, if you're running a 14-day thing, then you would probably go, hey, it's 14 days for 50 bucks. Okay. So it's like half off. Or you could go, it's 14 days for 50 bucks a week. But the only thing is they haven't committed for six months, they only committed for the 14 days. So they're the other two things. But you wouldn't put that in your ad. You never advertise the price. That's one thing. You always have to advertise the, the benefits of what they're going to get out of that versus, hey, buy my shit for like seven bucks for seven days. Like that's the worst advertising you could do. Yes. Only reason because everyone does it and it doesn't help them any, any, anymore by telling them the price right off the bat. Yes, for sure. All right, cool. So I'm starting to get my, my head around this here. So let's even, mm, let's come back to the client journey. But as long as we know in here, okay, there's got to be some sort of a goal in the advertising there where it's not like, great, I'm just going to throw a Facebook ad out there and see what happens. There's got to be some sort of process there. Well, let's say our end goal is, yeah, we want to get that person signed up for the, the 50 buck a week, 12 week program, let's say to keep it easy. So that's our, our end goal there. Okay. We've got that in mind. What's the, the next step then? What would you, what would you suggest a, a trainer does next from there? So we're advertising 12 weeks. Um, I'm going to leave that up to you. What, what would you recommend? If okay. this trainer is going to do the, the, the goal is to get someone to sign up for their uh, 50 buck a week, 12 week program. Let's say we yep. do the, would you suggest doing a 14 day low entry barrier offer to start with? Would that be the best? Uh, way so, in the door. Got it. Got it. I would actually say no. I would say that's just advertising 12 week and sell them straight into that. So that would be almost classified as high ticket because that's the high price point you've got there. So no point of beating around the bush. Like 50 bucks a week is not super expensive when you think about it. Like uh, I've got a wife and a two-year-old son. We go out to a cafe. We spend 70 bucks just like that. And you don't even think about it. So 50 bucks a week is not that bad. So with high ticket stuff, that's like 100 bucks a week or more, I would classify. Okay, cool, cool. Makes sense. All right, well, let's run with this. Let's run with this 50 buck a week one. What would be, so we're going to advertise that program straight off the bat, would you recommend? Yeah, 100%. Awesome, cool. What sort of ads should we put out there? So that's a good question. So this is, goes back to the first thing we spoke about, going through the client journey, and we've got to obviously reverse engineer it. And this comes down to like, um, reverse engineering the facts is like, who do you want to work with? 
you've all probably heard the term thrown around so much like client avatar and this and that like but it really comes down it's that that you can simplify it. like do you want to work with um by gender and age group are probably like the two easy ways because most people listening to this, I'm guessing, are not like super niche and specialists. Like everyone here is like, oh, you've got to niche down. You've got to niche down. But the fitness market is general population, want to lose weight. Can't really get like, you can't really make it any more fancy than that uh, unless you're like doing rehab or you're doing postnatal or you like, and you can go down that road as well. And I do suggest you do some elements of that. But your local area business, so let's just go for like just say, do you want to work with women over 30? Awesome. Because you don't have to say they're mums or whatever because most of them are going to be mums anyway. And if they're not a mum, great. You can still train them. They do the same training and they still get along with everybody. So I think just look at who do you want first and then uh, start from there. Then that helps you dictate what you put in the ad because then – uh, you guys probably can't see it, but I've got some notes on the whiteboard for this, is you've got the client journey, then you've got the offer. Okay, so now this comes into like what do you put into the into the ad is specific to that type of person. So, yes, you have to get niche down to a certain point. Um, so you have to sort of almost, what they say, entering the conversation that's happening in the person's head already right now. So if they're sitting there and they're like, okay, uh, I'm not feeling confident about, you know, how I'm feeling in my body right now. Um, I don't have energy, you know, or whatever the stuff is, then that is the stuff that you put into your ads. Yes. Now, this is why you have to know who it is that you're talking to because if I'm saying, you know, lose the post-baby weight and blah, 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 but then I'm advertising that to a guy, there's a disconnect. So they're not going to, they're going to keep scrolling past that. So they, the whole idea is, Get specific on who you who you're targeting, then put the stuff that's in the ad that's relevant to them, and that's going to help attract them. But it's going to repel everybody else, and that's a good thing. You want to repel heaps of people because you just don't want anybody with a heartbeat and a wallet. You want to have the specific type of person that you want to work with. Yes, hundred percent. And we might even expand on this as we go along. But an an easy way to explain that why the Facebook ads is like if you're going to write copy that that is generic that doesn't really attract anyone you're going to attract nobody right like let's say 100%. for example if you say put something on you know uh, if someone wants to train someone like me for example and they put something on facebook and they're like hey do you want to lose weight and get fit come and train here eh, that's not going to attract me right but yeah, if it's boring like, boring exactly but if it's like hey are you a busy 35 year old entrepreneur who works online and needs something to blah 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 hey all of a sudden you've got my attention Boom, there he's got you and you and it might be the same freaking training it could be the exact same training that you were going to do anyway but because it feels like it's speaking to me i'm going to go and do that program there on the flip side let's say it's someone that's targeting a busy mom or you know what is some that uh, demographic there they're going to write copy that that person is going to specifically go for. So if you have that sort of copy there, you're going to attract the person you want. If it's generic, nobody's going to click there. So I hundred percent, bro. I couldn't agree more. And uh, quick little analogy to help really nail this is um, the the secret. You said it in there as well. Is it's the same goddamn program. <laughs> like you don't change it. It's just the messaging and how you present it initially to them to attract them to get to the destination that you want to get them to. A good analogy is this. Both of my parents, if I'm trying to get them to go to the shopping center, 
I have to say to my mom, I'm like, hey, mom, guess what? They've got this arts and craft shop there. They've got this fashion place, uh, you know, cool place for lunch. And she's like, I'm in. And then I would go to my dad. I go, dad, there's hardware stores down there, plus that coffee shop that you liked it with the Bondi hipsters make these single origin black, uh, long blacks for you, freshly roasted in-house. He's like, I'm in. But guess what? Then now they're, on the, they're at the shopping center. Same destination, two different messages. Yes, love the way you put that. So, Jimmy, am I right? Let me just get my head around this offer. When we're talking about the offer, we're saying that's the, the text or the copy that we put in the ad. Is that what you're referring to as the, the offer? Yeah. So, you start off, first of all, like what it, all offers have to be time-based. So, you know, 14-day, 28-day, 12-week, 6-week, whatever it is. Like that's the surface-level stuff. Offer is the time. Then next is the gender. And then the third one under that is like, get specific on who it is in that gender that you want to target. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And that's not, that's not necessarily what we're putting in the ad copy. That's what we're going to sell. Is that right? Or it's both. essentially both? Both, yeah. Awesome, awesome. All right, cool. Let's move on to the next step there. Let's say we've got that person that, or we've got the, a rough idea of the journey. We know ideally what we want them to get them into, which is this 12-week, boot camp that we're going to do. We now know our ideal client. We've got an idea who they are. We've now got an idea of the offer, what it, whether it's going to, well, our offer is essentially going to be the boot camp anyway. What would be the yeah. next step from there? What do we actually, what do we put in here? What do we put in the creative? What do we put in the photo? How do we target? How does all that stuff yeah, work? Perfect. So what I'll do first is we'll go with the uh, with the copy, which is the writing that you have on any advertising piece. It's just a fancy name. They've come up for that for some reason. But uh, the simple template, I'll give it to you guys now for when you're writing your copy, is this. At the very top, you have your headline in bold, in caps or whatever. So it'd be like, uh, make sure you make it location specific. So this, I'll use the Bondi example. Bondi men 12-week challenge. Mm. Simple. Nice. Just keep it like that. Like, don't try and reinvent the wheel here. So, this is it. This is where you should take some notes on this one. So, Bondi Men 12 Week Challenge, for example, like suburb, gender, what the program is, right? Then the next little sentence you have underneath that is kind of like what, what they call the sub headline, which is where you can really um, uh, sell the benefits of what it's going to do. So, the real simple formula for this one is. You would have how to do like how to do whatever result that they want, or how to get whatever result they want without doing something that they hate. That's awesome. That's the, so to give you an example, get lean, fit, and strong without having to do hours of boring cardio. Mm. Right? How to get lean, fit, and strong without having to give up wine on the weekends. Yes. Right, so if you show them how to count macros or whatever, do you, do you know what I mean? So I'll leave that with you. You don't have to say get lean, fit, and strong, but how to get trimmed, toned, and blah, blah, blah without sacrificing time with your kids. That's awesome. I, I'm sold already, you know. If someone yeah. could get those, those two lines for me, you know, Sydney. <laughs> no, that's um, your first. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Sorry to cut you off there. No, no, no. You go. That's your first two parts. So that's literally just one line is the headline. Sub-headline is another sentence. And then you have uh, your bullet points, which is where you go, here's what you get. And then tell them in bullet points, like boom, 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 boom. One thing when you're doing your bullet points is use this template called the feature benefit. So 
write down the top four or five things that they're going to get from you, like training, diets, meal plans, blah, 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 whatever. Now, that's only half of the bullet point done. So let's just go with the meal plan thing. Custom meal plans. Cool, but it's not really going to grab me. So now we need to go. That's the first half of the bullet. That's the feature. And then we need to tack in the benefit, which is custom meal plans designed to trim and tone the waistline uh, and the whole family can enjoy the meals too. Wow. Something like that, right? And so you can think of that like training sessions. Uh, like You could say... Uh, training sessions designed to increase the metabolism and blah, 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 blah. So don't just tell them it's training sessions. Tell them what it's going to do for them mm. and the benefit that it's going to give them because that's why people come to see you. People don't wake up in the morning and go, oh, man, I wish I had uh, three one-on-one PT sessions. <laughs> I wish I had an e-book to read, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. It's what everyone ha- – like most people hate training. Yeah, you've got some clients that are diehards. Everyone has them. But – yeah, I'd say 80, 90% of the population do it because they know they got to do it to get the thing that gets them after they do it. Mm. So like most people don't like going to work, but they like getting money. <laughs> True. Yeah. So that's why we've got to think about, you've got to be a marketer. You've got to think like you're the person that's reading it, not like you. Cause the marketing is not about you. The marketing is about the person reading it. And you always should write as if you're talking to one person. Yes. Don't write, hey, guys, hey, hey, everybody. Right, hey, how you doing? Like, talk to them. Yes, I love that. And that, and that I find transcends into a lot of different marketing as well. I find that a lot with email. There's a big difference between sending out an email to your list and saying, hey, guys, I did this for all of you because of blah, 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 to being like, hey, Jimmy, I've got this specific program that I think you will like. And it's it might sound subtle and it might sound weird, but... Yes, it's a big difference. So I, I agree yeah. with you there. All right. 100%. So cool. And then to close out the formula, so to recap again, you've got the bold big headline at the top, your sub headline, which is like get the cool stuff without doing all the bad stuff. And then <laughs> here's, here's, the, uh, here's, the, here's what you get with the bullet points, boom, 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 boom. And then, uh, you know, at the bottom, tell them how many spaces you've got available. Don't lie about it. Don't be, a, don't be sleazeball, like douchey. Don't, like just tell them. Like if you've got groups of 20, say, hey, I've got 20, 20 spots available because you want to open up a new time slot, right? Like just be real. No need to be fake. Um, marketing will work <laughs> like if you be real. So tell them how many spots you've got left and then call to action. Tell them what to do because mm. you can't just say, hey, this is what i got and then leave them hanging. Like you ha- literally have to like direct them like as if they're a six-year-old. Okay, here we have 20 spots available for this. If you are interested... Click the learn more button to register now. Like that's the call to action. Click the learn more button. And then that's your ad. Like I've been writing the same ads for like seven years using that template and they work. Yes, so I can. Um... Small budgets, big budgets, all the same. Like I've got a client that's spending upwards of 500 bucks a day on Facebook ads. He's got a big gym with 53 trainers working for him. And then I've got a guy that's, you know, it's just him and one other trainer and we're spending like 40 bucks a day. So there's a budget for everybody and the same formula of advertising doesn't change. It's just how much money you're putting at it. So don't be scared by budget. It still works. Um, so that's that. And then there's two other, well, well, that's that. And then what was the other thing? The major other part is your creative or the image that you put in it. So 
for ads like this is what you call your classic direct response type ads, what we're doing here, which is like click here now to do something because that's you're trying to get them to do something, is usually still images. I've found through all the testing and everything work much better than using videos um, for this type of ad. Now, you can, video ads do work, but in a different format. So I'm not going to address that now. So I love videos, love video ads, like I do a lot of them, but not in, for this particular format. For all my clients, it's still images. And um, there's a couple of things, like just a bullet point off what a, what a good image should have. Some of these characteristics is really bright colors, bright and vibrant colors. That's number one. Number two is like have people in your photos, like <laughs> You know, and I'm going to sound a bit, well, I don't want to come across douchey here, but I'm just going to be real about this. Is like they've got to be kind of attractive. Mm. Like it's, they think of Facebook as like a magazine. Mm. Instagram is like a, is replaced a magazine because what do you do in a magazine? You flip through and you look at pictures, right? Mm. You don't read the text. And that's what Instagram is all about is like that, right? And same with Facebook. So that's just not fight reality. Like, Good-looking people get better clicks, unfortunately, mm. most of the time, most of the time. I've seen other things where they, where they where we tested other things, but that's that. So bright, vibrant colors, have people in them, have people's faces in them because a lot of times people will have like their back turned or something like that, but faces always convert much better because we're humans and it's like a connection thing. Um, and usually if they're, if they're looking at the camera and have like a smile or doing like a bit of a quirky sort of fun face, that that's usually works really well. Um, and if you can get group shots as well. So like there's a couple of types, of, there's two sort of types of group shots. You've got the, you know, the big group huddle where somebody else has taken the photo or you've got the selfie style. Mm. They both work just as great. And that's if it's your own gym too. So that's the caveat there where they don't have to be attractive is if they're just real people in your gym and you're taking group shots and stuff like that. But if you're doing just a single shot of a person, that's kind of where you've got to get more of like, you know, the, the models or not the models, but do you know, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Um, and little tip here, non-training video uh, images, people have not working out, but doing up just standing there or whatever, convert much better. Oh, wow. So if okay. they're working out, doing push-ups or doing battle ropes or whatever, they don't convert as good as people doing uh, just standing there smiling in the big group huddle, waving after at the camera or whatever because that looks fun. Yeah. Yeah, because it looks fun. But people don't want the work. People don't want to see, oh, fuck that. I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be doing that. Yes. Like, so, that's, so that's – but now and – and then one other thing. You guys have probably if, uh, had some sort of uh, contact with a piece of software. It's free called Canva.com. It's free, you know, image editing and you can sort of like – it's like a real basic Photoshop. And so put your images in there and Facebook will – it'll tell you like what the dimensions are for a Facebook ad. It's like 1,200 by 628 and they even, they even make it for you. So you just drag and drop your photo in there and then you can put um, – one little tip is to then click adjust and then turn up the contrast on it a little bit. Oh, so it makes nice. the image turn a bit brighter and Make pops it up pop. the patch. I've tested the exact same images, but one has contrast turned up and one doesn't. And the one with the contrast up always wins. Wow. Because you probably know, but I'll ask, I'll put the question out there. What's the purpose of the image? What does that do on the, on the Facebook ad? I'd say for me, I'd say that's what would make me stop and actually read it. I would Bingo. say 
That's it. Image, yeah. It's to stop the scroll. People yeah. looking at pictures of their, I don't know, kids, grandkids, cats, dogs, funny memes, you know, whatever, and then they just need something to, whoa, hold up a minute. What is that? And that, that image is the thing that's going to make them stop and read the copy. So you can have amazing copy but the worst image and no one will read it because they haven't stopped scrolling. So the image is to stop the scroll and then the copy is to get them to keep reading to click the button. That's it. Yes, man, I love this so far. If you're listening to this, I recommend just, <laughs> if you haven't got Facebook ads yet, just stop, rewind this last 15 minutes because Jimmy has literally told you step by step by step by step by step exactly what to put in the copy, step by step by step by step exactly to put the image there. I just have one more question with this side of things, Jimmy. You know, you can also sure. insert down the bottom, I think it's like a, a subject line or something. It's like below the photo. You know that line I'm the headline, talking about? Yeah. The headline, yes. Any tips there? Uh, similar to what you do at the top of the actual copy. So okay. you just put the suburb and you can, you can go, I, I uh, experiment. This is literally, guys, what I'm telling you now is there's no other secrets. Like if you do this, this is exactly what I do for my agency clients that pay me two grand a month to do it for them. So you can just take this stuff <laughs> and do it yourself. Um, so suburb. And then you could have 12-week challenge or whatever it is again. Or you could put in something a little bit different this time like all fitness levels and beginners welcome mm. or um, a new fun way to get fit or do you know what I mean? So like but still put the suburb because it makes it location specific and they see that and they're like, oh, okay, hey, I live in Bondi. Yeah, cool. That's for me. Yes. Love that there. Awesome. All right, cool. Let's go back one step here, Jimmy. So that to me sounds like the perfect ad. I know because that's the sort of ad that will stop me. It's also very similar to the ads I run for my online business now as well. So I'm, I'm just in love with that whole style as well. You've broken it down so well. My question now revolves around targeting. If you're running a local business there, it's obviously going to be a little bit different for everyone. But is there like um. I guess two questions I'm going to ask. Is there a certain number of people you want to hit? Like, are you like, well, it's, it's obviously going to depend on where you live, right? What the area is. But do mm. you aim and see like, all right, cool. Hey, I want to make sure that I hit this amount of people here. I want to hit 10,000 people or I want to hit 100,000 people. And if I don't hit that number, then I need to play around and expand the age settings or expand the distance. And then my question then revolves around distance as well. Do you find there's an ideal distance where it's like, man, no one's traveling more than 10 Ks or no one's traveling more than five Ks. Have you got any feedback you could give us there? Yeah. So most, uh, as you said, you're, you're right. Like it's like, it's like the same thing as you guys being trainers and, and, and stuff. It's like the answer with diet and stuff is it depends. It depends on the individual situation. So, um, for example, uh, when I had my Bondi location, I would probably, uh, it was in miles, <clears throat> pardon me, so the targeting is in miles. So I would do like one to two miles around the gym and that was about it because we're in a heavy metropolitan area and there's literally like a thousand gyms. Like I think in the Bondi postcode, there was something like 88 registered gyms, wow. like just, which is crazy. So I, you have to figure out like how far would somebody travel to come and see you and not just like your one amazing rock star client that loves you and would do anything that you do, but the average person, how far would they drive when they're raining in the morning and they've got to get out of bed and it's cold, how far would they still drive to see you? 
that's that will answer that question for you. Excellent. And uh, I usually find if you're in heavy built-up areas like in Melbourne, like near the CBDs and Brisbane and whatever else, it's very tight. You've got to be real tight because there's a lot of stuff. And then you go to rural areas and you can go out to like 25 miles or more, 30 miles, which is huge. And that's like either side. 20, mm. 25, 30 miles, which is like, what's that? 45 Ks each way or something, which is bananas. But some people, some people do that. So it, it does depend. And now number two, with like how many people you're targeting, um, you can't put more people in that location. Like it's just what it is. So you just kind of got to wear it. I know a, a girl that um, I did some work with over in the States. She had a town population of 3,000. Wow. And she was crushing it with Facebook ads because there was no one else there. Yeah. She killed it. She, she was getting like $1, $2 leads. She filled up her facility in the space of like three weeks and she had to hire trainers. Wow. It was crazy. So it all just depends, and which sucks. I'm sorry I couldn't give you guys a more <laughs> answer, but that's, that's the way you have to look at it and just sort of marketing is, is an art form and a science all at the same, like a science and an art form. So there are like rules just sort of to follow but then also you got to bend them and shape them a little bit to fit your situation um and for targeting simply like because we're local area everyone probably like if you most people have done some sort of research on like how to do targeting and they're probably from internet marketing guys mm -hmm. internet marketing guys are selling stuff e-commerce online programs where they're national international so that's a whole different ball game altogether when your local area business, like a brick and mortar gym or like a boot camp, um, it's actually ridiculously easy. Like um, all you have to do is just pick your radius, pick your gender, pick your age range, and you're good to go. Like you don't really need to mess with any interests or anything like that. Um, the only interest I probably would put in there is if you are in a big area and you want to narrow it down a bit, you can try playing with the one interest that I pretty much exclusively use at the moment, at least for the last couple of weeks, has been fitness and, and wellness. Mm. So just look at that. And that's anybody that's interested in any sort of remote stuff to do with diet, supplements, training, whatever. So you at least know they're interested in that. <clears throat> but Facebook loves it when you give it a lot of room to breathe versus if you give it too much information and narrow it down because it's like the algorithm, it's, you know, AI doing its thing. It much rather is that you don't overload it with information and let it just pick and choose the people because your image and your copy will then attract the people that you want. So Facebook will start presenting it to more people like that without you having to go and do too much. Like Facebook's super smart. So like it makes it my job so much easier. Yes, love that. And I guess I can give a, a personal example there. If I'm uh, running an ad for fitness education online, which is an online business, okay, now I'm using the targeting, right? Now anyone that's listed personal trainer that likes Fitness Australia, that likes, you know, Fitness Network, then I use those things there. But if I'm advertising for a local boot camp, it's women within five miles that are aged between 25 and 45. That's, that's pretty much what I leave it at there because really also if it's in that sort of space it's, and that sort of price point as well, it's something that anyone can do, right? It's not like, yeah. like it, at 50 bucks a week or, or for a boot camp, it's like, man, I can pretty much train anyone in this street here. So why narrow down just because they don't have Michelle Bridges in their, their interest, right? Yeah, exactly. And because like, it hurts you putting too much interest in it, it hurts you in the fact that like leads become really expensive. Mm. So take it from people that have burnt money in the past. Just keep it, keep it simple. 
Awesome. Well, hey, Jimmy, that's, um, we're coming to the end of the podcast here. You've given us some amazing info there. I'd just like to finish up with some personal-ish type questions. I've got one for you in regards to like mentors, books, and podcasts. So you're obviously a mentor to many people out there in the, the fitness industry. If I can ask you for some recommendations of how you've got to this position, were there any mentors that you hired? Were there any books that you read? Were there any podcasts that you listened to that then maybe my audience could uh, follow as well? Yeah, so uh, all the technical stuff, you can just learn anywhere. It, most of the stuff is the stuff that's going on between your ears. Like you've got to get that thing screwed on and your head screwed on straight. So I would say if anything, like you just got to, who do I like at the moment is, I absolutely love him, is Andy Frisella. He has the MF CEO project. You can understand what the MF stands for. And uh, it's... Uh, he is got one of the biggest supplement companies over in America and he's runs, you know, heaps. Do yourself a favor, go listen to him. If you like your real, no bullshit, like in your face, this is how it is. Um, this and taken from somebody that actually runs seven companies and actually has, you know, hundreds, thousands of employees and stuff. He knows how to do business and he's in the fitness industry as well, which I think is even cooler. And uh, he's just, He's got a really cool way about it. If you can get over the first like one or two podcasts where you think like he's just straight up angry <laughs> and you get through it and you hear the message, it's really powerful stuff. Awesome. Cool, man. appreciate that. I'll, I'll definitely listen to myself and I'll, I'll hope my listeners do as well. Now, what about if people want to hear more about you, Jimmy? If people are like, man, this guy knows what he's talking about and man, I get the gist of it, but... I want someone to do this for me. I'm so flat out with my own stuff. I don't want to be fiddling around with my, with um with Facebook. You, that's what you do now, right? You do this for yep. trainers. Do this for gyms. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, that's my that's my company. So I have um, Gym Boss Marketing Co. And it's basically if you want more leads and customers and more sales and uh, obviously you know, build your brand at the same time, um, you can head on over to IWantGymLeads.com and uh, there's just a just a note on the page there and if you like what you see there then you can literally just go to the little scheduling app thing on there book a time to have a chat with me and then we can see if this is going to be the right thing for you to do exactly that to so take all that you know stress and worry off your hands and be able to get you to do what you do best which is training clients you know maybe building your team if you've got a team and and uh you know doing that side of things yes love it and social media jimmy can we follow you on social yeah uh Instagram at the Jimmy Halley and uh, same again on Facebook. It's like facebook.com forward slash the Jimmy Halley and that's J-I-M-M-Y-H-A-L-L-E-Y. Awesome. And I'll put all this in the show notes as well. So if you're listening, you'll be able to click down there. Jimmy, that's all we've got time for today. Is there anything I left out? Is there anything I should have asked you but didn't? Or is there anything you want to finish us off with? Um. Yeah, I'll probably say that um, don't get disheartened if something doesn't work the first time. Like, think about it the first time that you, tr like, uh, you guys listening in, if you, um, it, when you first started doing your business, like, you probably didn't know what the hell you were doing when your first time you tried to get into the gym even. Like, what's a dumbbell? What's a barbell? I have no idea between the difference. But now look at you. You're a coach. You're training people. You're probably training other coaches as well to bring them under you. Um, you will get there. 
You've just got to persevere and get through it. And the only thing that's different to this is it hurts a bit more because you've got to pay money to learn. Mm. So you got to pay money and you learn how many times of not to do, how not to do something. Like my example at the start, I did six or seven iterations where I was burning money. I was like, ugh, ugh. Oh no, that hurts. And when it got to the sixth time, I was like, oh, and then to the point where my wife was like questioning my character and if I would need to get checked in somewhere because she's like, you're doing the same shit. But I wasn't. Every time I was doing something, I was learning. I was understanding that doesn't work. That did work. That does, And then you find it. So I've just shortcutted it for you. I've given you all the templates. So you, if you follow that and don't have like a stupid image and don't write anything stupid on your, on your, um, on your ads, you guys are going to get, you guys are going to get, um, you guys are going to get leads. Your marketing is going to work for you. Awesome. Love it. Well, Jimmy, thank you very much for your time and we'll chat soon. Awesome. Thank you, legend. See you, mate. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your bootcamp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Well, check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.